we're supposed to have some of our uh, some of our classic banter before I before I introduce. <laughs> no, I think we had all the banter trying to <laughs> trying to just start. I think the banter's done. We're done with it. I don't want banter. I want to talk seriously now. Hey, and uh, welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. I didn't know if we were doing titles. What you were titles like Sir, Sir Sean? No, not like that. No. Like, I'm the fat one. Uh, <laughs> I think you just I think you I think you just took you're the first one. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> it must not have been very entertaining, so let's let's drop it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to mess you up. I didn't want to mess you up. I was thinking of switching up to say with me, Jeff, and then you say with me, Sean, and then Yeah. You know, if you wanted to if you wanted to say something about yourself. You can say something about yourself now, I mean. Oh, I wouldn't mess that up. No, you're right. You're right. I wouldn't have picked up on it. Is that enough of our classic banter? Or is that supposed to go before <laughs> we introduce it? We can put that before and after. Okay, that's magic of editing. Make us say it twice. Now, Jeff, mm-hmm. you t- you, I, know what, I know what the podcast is called now, but what do we do here? All right. Okay, yeah. Okay. Here, heads up. We're going we're gonna to look at our friend Kyle's social media. Since I've declared 2017 to be the year of the wizard... I needed more information about wizards. We're watching movies about wizards so I can learn and see what the wizarding world is all about. Yep. Uh, and then we're going to try some candy. Nailed it. Just You should cut that out and then paste that into every episode. Because that, that nailed it. Yeah, I mean, we've already got the start jingle, the end jingle, Kyle's <laughs> click thing, um, Brett's doinker watch. There's so many little clips going in every time. It's got to be Jeff. It's got to be fresh every time. It's not fresh every time. People don't. You don't eat an apple and then come back for that same apple core, expecting it to be. No, it's got to be fresh. I'm just saying, if we if we pre-record and do the one sample of the introduction of the podcast, what it's about, the ending, yeah, uh, then we're looking at what like 40 minutes of work. <laughs> I no. It's just. It's got to be fresh. I, I, it's got to be new every time. I'm sorry. It's got to feel organic. These people want to hear like we're talking to them. Sean, this is the, this podcast is targeted at millennials, so I think what they'd appreciate more is efficiency. It is? It's targeted at millennials? <laughs> I don't know who our target audience is. <laughs> we were talking about Harry Potter for like eight episodes. Okay? If it's not for millennials, yeah, who's Harry it for? Harry Potter ended... Harry Potter, what well, fucking nerds sounds like to me. Talking about fucking wizards all year. <laughs> I it just if it's everybody. First of all, every, Harry Potter is for all ages, not just millennials. Okay. 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 Um, it's for anybody of any age who likes to be bored by a film. <laughs> okay. How about this? How about this? It's for millennials right. at heart. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I like it. That's a that, that's a shirt. That's a shirt. You hear that guy, some old guy, saying that millennials should stop buying avocado toast or something? 
Yeah, I saw a headline about by, that. By doing that, they could, yeah, get houses or something. I don't know. I didn't read too close into it because I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's the same guy that would say, like, what, what, it's a gallon of milk. What could it cost? $100? The guy's out of touch, what I'm saying. The guy's out of touch. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's better like than you, a joke. Like you, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. If you didn't spend $1,000 on avocado toast a year, you could afford uh, to keep yourself alive if you ever get cancer that cost up to, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Listen, Kyle didn't post about it, so I know nothing about it. <laughs> okay. Is that your segue? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. That's your segue. My segue into, uh... You think that's my segue into Kyle's click? The internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours too. Did I get it right? Did I get, did I? Yeah, yeah, and we're in. I think we did it. All right. I think, I think we did it. What do you want to look, Facebook first? We usually do Facebook first. We usually do Facebook it's just, first. It's alphabetical. Yeah. yeah, it's alphabetical, so. What about this, Sean? Do you have any interest in this? Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance? So he posted oh, a story from, from Deadline about a prequel to The Dark Crystal that's going to Netflix. Um, no, I have no interest in that. Um, did you ever see The Dark Crystal? Yes, yeah. H- how'd you like it? Um, you know, as a, as, a, as a child, I thought it was fine. Uh, rewatching yeah. it as I was older, it was okay. Yeah, I, I never saw it as a kid. I saw it when probably yeah. in my mid twenties, and uh, it's not mm-hmm. that great. It's kind of boring. It's slow. Yeah, the puppets look okay, but I can just I can look at pictures of puppets online anytime I want. I don't need to watch a boring movie for that. But now, Sean, you'll be able to go online to Netflix and watch an entire series about it. What What's it about, though? Is it just going to be like Skeksis blowing up their enemies, like cutting the heads off dudes and like holding the heads up and screaming about their flaw? Like, I don't, what, what? It's a movie about puppets. Why does it have Age of Resistance on it? That makes it sound like some some Transformers movie. <laughs> well, they're going to make a Call of Duty game based on it to support it. I think. Well, I'll play that, but I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it's how the Skeksis got their power, but I thought that was very well handled in the uh, movie, where, like, yeah, they the split apart. Yeah. So yeah. they just explained that in yeah. five minutes. We don't need, uh, you know, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's like you don't ten need Ten episode that. arc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but hey, some people might want it. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sean, if you were, if you were a, a Geldling... Or whatever the the little guys are called that aren't part of the magical uh, creatures Gelfling. that split off that are important Gelflings. Yeah, if you're a Gelfling, yeah, uh, what would your name be? I don't know Gelfling naming conventions. I don't know like is Steve a name that I could have as a Gelfling? <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be something like Butterfly Wing. It's, it's hopeful no, or something. It's, it's it's the first half of the type of the first candy you've ever had, and your least favorite vegetable. I don't remember the first candy. I don't remember the candy I had. Who could remember that far back? I don't know. Um, mine would be Hershey's Brussels sprout. That doesn't, you don't sound very powerful. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't, th- I don't think you... I, well, maybe, maybe... Yeah, that explains why you don't survive the Age of Resistance. <laughs> a bunch of fucking oh. Skeksis hold you down on an altar and cut your throat. 
You think that's going to be in the Netflix thing? Just the Skeks is torturing people for information to win their war? Yeah. Well, weren't, wasn't there wasn't there a deal like sucking the life force out of out of uh, Gelflings? Hey, here's the thing. I've probably seen the movie a lot more recently than you, and I don't remember because it wasn't that good. I don't think there's there's any creatures in the Dark Crystal that I'd I'd want to see more of. They could make a spinoff of the Labyrinth with just those creatures that hang out in the woods by campfires and like take their heads off. Like I'd like to see it like a series about <laughs> those creatures and what they do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the Labyrinth. They're also the, Muppets. Labyrinth was a good movie. It was. <laughs> Dark Crystal, not so much. Doesn't make a lot of. Yeah. Here's, I'm looking at the Wikipedia plot, and it just sounds like mm-hmm. a fucking high schooler wrote down his fucking Dungeons and Dragons dream. Well, it is Wikipedia. Could have been. An elf-like Gelfling taken in by the mystics after his clan was killed is told by his mystic master that he must heal the crystal, a shard of which is held by the astronomer Agra. If he fails to do so before the planet's three suns align... Like, fucking... Come on. Come on. (laughs) Wow. That was part of two sentences in this one, two, three, four, five-paragraph summary. Wow. And it... He doesn't really, he doesn't gather a group of people to help him. Like, I think he meets a girl halfway along the way. And he rides on yeah, a weird looking animal. Yeah. And then he just like sneaks in there. Like he's going to, like, he's going to put the thing on himself. And then that girl gets caught. And he's like, oh no, she's going to die. And then he's like, puts a crystal in there. And then all those things meld back together. And then they just take off because they're like higher entities. They're high spirits. And then boom, they're gone. Jeff. Mm-hmm. You should run a service where you summarize movies that aren't very good for people who don't want to watch them, and you charge like a dollar. You charge like much less than seeing the movie would cost them, and it takes them much yeah. less time. And you just charge a dollar. And you just give yeah. them the general point, so that later when that person goes, "Yeah, I never saw that movie," but they're at a party or something, they can just recite yeah. what you just. Yeah, and you meet some girl or something. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was okay. Because <laughs> that was that is. What you just gave me was Man. exactly what I wanted to know about the Dark Crystal, but I had to watch it, yeah. and it wasted my time. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in at least you know ten, fifteen years, and uh, pretty sure I nailed it. So I think you're right. I th- I'd, I'd probably yeah, make money yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That was part of the plan I gave to you. Don't pretend like it's yours now. Now, now that you've got this rich idea, you're trying. You're trying. You're trying to sell out immediately. Get rid of yeah. all your now, small Sean, friends. Sean, your idea is bad. I'm going to charge people to the movies. It's all my idea. I get 100% <laughs> of the credit money. <laughs> well, trying to free the captured podlings. <laughs> no, go on. Or a series about that dog riding that other dog from the labyrinth. Like, what do they do after? You know what I mean? I mean, was that one according a to the labyrinth, they hang out in this teenage girl's closet. But And there was that trash woman, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that? Do you remember the trash woman? I remember the trash woman. She's got all the girls' old stuff. Like she's some sort of creepy stalker, going through her trash and be like, "Don't you want the stuff? It's all trash." Yeah, she's yeah. like, look, "Look at this old teddy bear you had. Isn't this great? Do you want to stay in this trash pile forever?" But we're not talking about the dark crystal this week. So, <laughs> Sean, before before we go off that, before we go off that, I don't I don't think that trash lady. I don't think that's actually uh, is something that we can't write a series about or a movie about because I'm pretty sure there was a whole movie about um, Oscar the Grouch's trash can. So, yeah, well, and you know what? I, I guess I bet Netflix would probably buy it from us because they'll just buy and put anything on. 
We'll have to name it like <laughs> Trash Lady Fight for the Future or something like that. Like it's got to have a cool subtitle that makes it sound like a Call of Duty expansion yeah. pack. <laughs> Taking out the trash. I don't know. It's too much. Just trash too many times in that title. Most of this other stuff is just about Trump. He loved Trump and Russia. And who couldn't? A great businessman in a really cool country. Just yeah, two true. great tastes taste great together. Have you ever seen any of their writing? It looks dope. The letters look dope. What do we got? A, B, C? Ugh. Pretty sure they invented vodka. Is that true? I'll say it is. I don't, I'm not okay. afraid of telling lies or being wrong, which is good because I lie a lot and I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> And if people think that you're just wrong, you can just tell them that you're lying, and then you save face by just being a liar and not someone who's wrong. <laughs> Russia, the birth the birthplace of vodka and figure skating. I'm done with Facebook. But yeah, you're right. There's nothing. Oh. I mean, we, we've oh, got okay. a lot of mileage out of that dark crystal stuff, but <laughs> how do I again? I gotta find. Oh, search Twitter, or can I just? How do I find Kyle's thing here? It used to be so easy. <laughs> they changed the layout, or I oh. didn't care to remember how I did it. There it is. Refuse to bookmark him, his page on Twitter. Just like click on that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. I do. I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's too much importance for Kyle in my life. Kyle's a good friend of mine, but I'm not bookmarking any any social media pages of his. I'm sorry. What do we got? He retweets a thing about those are all seals, but some guy is pretending that they're dogs. That's pretty funny. I don't really have much more to say about it, though. <laughs> I mean, there's that viral video going around of a sea lion just, like, grabbing a kid off the off of the pier, dragging her underwater. But, yeah, I guess we could say that they're <laughs> really? good, good dogs. Yeah. Have you not seen it? I haven't seen it. No. Is it oh. funny? It's as funny as it is terrifying, yeah. Because it's just it's it's only like a minute long, but like, yeah. the first like thirty seconds are just boring. They're like, oh look how cute this thing is, and they're just following it around, and then it like kind of jumps up to get in the girl's face, little girl's face a little bit, and then it goes back in the water and like, oh he likes you, and then she like takes a seat like on the pier, like turns her back to it for half a second, and it just jumps up and grabs her, pulls her underwater. Her dad jumps in and grabs her, but. Oh, so she's fine. Yeah, the kid's fine. Yeah, but then it's funny. It's, yeah. It's fine if, yeah, as hilarious. long as the person's... All right, yeah. all right. See, that's something I'd bookmark. I'd watch that on a rainy day. <laughs> I'd say, hey, I feel a little blue yeah. today. You know what would make me feel better? If I watched a large sea mammal... <laughs> I don't know if they're mammals, but again, I'm not afraid of lying or being wrong. A large sea mammal dragging a screaming child underwater. That might make me laugh. That yeah. could be funny. I'd bookmark that. Yeah. So if you like if you like uh, creatures that live in the water, um, videos. There's also you know those you know those fidget spinners. A guy puts that on an alligator's nose and spins it as the alligator sits in the water. Does the alligator then like <laughs> grab him and drag him underwater? Because <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> no. There's that fear though because he's very like cautious about it, <laughs> and then he does it and it's fine. And he doesn't just leave the spinner there. He then grabs the spinner off because you don't you don't want to get rid of those. Those are hard to come by nowadays. Very popular, Sean. What was uh, what was the equivalent to a fidget spinner when you were a child? Was it a tamagotchi? Tamagotchis were for rich kids. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think I, I think not. 
being able to pay attention in school in my day was just mm. you learn to pay attention by getting hit or someone yells at you and you don't know why. I think it's I think it was probably just one of those, <laughs> just like a mild kind of gentle form of public humiliation and or yeah. physical abuse. I was gonna say like what are those what are those uh, things that are on a they're on the end of a stick and you whip it and then it goes out and then comes back in. There's a racist name for it, which I will which I will not use. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, what else on Kyle's Twitter? Uh, another Dark Age, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance thing. Something about fr- people are freezing an unconscious bear. Maybe they maybe they uh, they tranquilized the bear and he fell into that ice. You know what I mean? Picture without context is is you know not very good at all. Okay. It looks like the bear was drunk at a motel and went to the ice machine to get way too much ice because he's drunk and passed out in the hallway. And then the cops showed up because they always do. Maybe it's a polar bear and it was too hot because of where it's at. And uh, they're trying to cool it back down to get its coat all nice and white again. Do you, do you think bear fur is, like, heat-activated? Like, if they're cold, they're white? Because that's not... I really don't think that's how it works. It's a lot like those coffee mugs that change color when you add hot water to them. You know what I mean? Oh, is that where the coffee mug company got the idea? They saw a bear changing color, like chameleon, when it got colder? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that's how you can tell if a bear's too hot. You can get it cold, cold down or chilled down or whatever. You know? All, right. All bears are polar well, bears, okay, I'm they're just... Well, see, this is that's why I'm going to ask this next question. I, I've, I've seen a lot about polar bears losing their natural habitats, and polar bears are going to yeah. die out. That what you're telling me is that no, that's not true. Is that all bears are polar bears, so we just need to move polar yeah. bears to where it's cold, so that they'll be white. No, I mean I, I'm saying that their lifespan's probably um, shortened by not being at the right temperature. That's why they have that um, index on their fur, so you can tell what the right temperature to keep a bear at is you know what I mean Okay. they're still in danger you know let me make it really clear I do not know what you mean at all (laughs) I thought you you were going to say they get really clear if it gets too cold I don't know if they get clear but uh, I'm pretty sure they don't I'm pretty sure that's right Sean pretty sure sure what's your excuse for them putting this bear in ice then huh hmm Maybe they wanted to just to see what would happen. That's what science is. Sean, if you do, you think keeping the bear cold will make the tranquilizer last longer? Is that why slowing down the blood? I don't know. I like I, I don't know anything about bears or tranquilizers or really ice when it comes yeah. down to it. Yeah. Is how does how does liquid get hard? That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Same way anyone else does. That's disgusting. <laughs> Some of, some of the comments. Have you seen, seen some of the comments on this uh, on this picture? Someone, someone goes, "Wow, very interesting, beautiful bear." Not really. As far as bears go, right? It's probably a six out of ten, right? Yeah, I mean, this bear is not exactly like modeling. You know, he's not like he's, he's yeah. an average bear. Yeah, wouldn't get my water hard if you know what I mean. Um. And I do, and it's disgusting. And to be honest, I bet even yeah. though this bear looks like an average bear, I bet he's not as smart yeah. or smarter than the average bear because he got tranquilized and then they put ice bags on him 
presumably just to take pictures to make fun of him because he looks like really stupid. <laughs> you think they had to shrink him because he was stealing picnic baskets and a pork pie hat? I, like, we don't know. Because there's no link to a story here. Or even, yeah. a, or even a pleasing cartoon that might illuminate what's going on. Yeah, I'm just a beautiful bear. It's like, I don't know. It's just, you can't just see something lumped over a bag of ice with its tongue out, just like stoned, tranquilized, and go, wow, what a beautiful, what a beautiful creature. You know? Yeah, he's got... All right, Jeff, update. I've examined this picture more closely since... Yes. There's nothing else going on in Kyle's Twitter. Also, do you see where they got this ice for this bear? Damola's market basket. Some good yeah. old New England ice right there. Keep Keeping bears chill since uh, 1948. <laughs> <laughs> ice cold enough for a bear. That's how Market Basket sells it. <laughs> cold enough for uh, a bear, but made for a human. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to do it this time. Yeah. I'm closing Twitter. We're done. Wizard of Oz, no transitions. That's, we do that at the candy segment. You're all over the place. It's just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Well, that's... He's going to overuse it. This week, Jeff, please. Jeff. Sorry. Please. Please. All right. What do we watch this week? This time, this app. Oh, you're asking me? I'm asking you. What? Yeah, what did you watch? Oh. We watched different movies. We're just going <laughs> to individually talk about them. I watched The Dark Crystal. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about you. No. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What do we watch? What do we What do we watch, though? What do watch we watch? The Wizard of Oz. What, Jeff, what do we watch? Thank you. Classic film, The Wizard of Oz. 1930 something? 37, 38? I forgot to look it up on Wikipedia, so. Or IMDb, I don't know, but it's okay. old AF. Really love those verbal shortcuts you're using. Yeah, really saving a lot of time. <laughs> TBH, me too. <laughs> LOL. Now, <laughs> if you haven't seen The Wizard of Oz, how? The movie's been out for, what, like 70, 80, almost 90 years? No, that can't be right. Like 80 years. As many years yeah, as we want. Like 80 years. To say. Yes. Yeah. No one's going to look it up. <laughs> so I don't want to recount the plot. We all know the plot. Although I bet if we look it up on Wikipedia, it's probably going to sound like a bunch of bullshit nerd stuff. Yeah. People talking about dark crystals and magic. And, and I'm not interested. <laughs> so we got Dorothy, right? Early on, when they're still in Kansas at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything's that sepia-toned bullshit everything looks like garbage which very well may have been kansas in the 30s i very well might be kansas now i don't know i've never been um <laughs> dorothy's talking to one of the farmhands who later becomes one of her three companions um which is i don't know was weird yeah but uh she 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 scolds him about something and then she says you aren't made of straw and i was like oh yeah. i get it because later he, he plays the Scarecrow, who yeah. is made of straw. It's So that was like a real great thing the writer of the film did for us there. Kind of, you know, foreshadowing, I guess you might call it. Uh, so, very it's complex amazing. film. It's amazing. There. So good. She, she, just, she just comes home and she's trying to talk about how, how uh, mean this person is. 
because they're trespassing and uh, torturing and torturing her cat with this dog who's not on a leash, just rummaging yeah. through her garden chasing her cat, and no one will listen to her. But she also fails to mention that her dog bit the neighbor. <laughs> you know what I mean? She does not bring well, that up. I mean, yeah. Her aunt and uncle have no time yeah. to listen to her. Like, they have to move these baby chicks from one point to another in total silence, or the whole thing is ruined. Okay? They can't work and listen. Because that's not what you did in the 30s. You did your work, and then you died early. The end. I mean, maybe if she helped at all, instead of just falling into the pig pen, uh, moving chicks or anything, maybe they, maybe they'd listen to her. Maybe they'd have time to talk. Instead, she comes yeah. home from doing God knows what at her age. Who knows? Chasing that old okay. woman with her dog, to training training Toto to attack old women on sight. Yeah. Uh, she threatens to bite the old woman too. Like she herself, because the old lady is like, "That dog's got to go." And Dorothy's yeah. like, I'll, "I'll bite you myself." I was like, "Whoa, getting savage here, little girl." Um, uh, she goes to this. She goes. She runs away to save Toto, yeah. right? Yeah, because Toto Toto comes back because they don't see they don't properly close a basket, and uh, she decides she has to run away. Otherwise, they're gonna put this dog down. They were going to put the dog down, but yeah, the lady didn't tie the basket down. She just literally took the dog and put it in the basket to go murder it. Yeah, or with the mayor's permission, which I guess was all you needed to kill an animal. <laughs> yeah. She was she was gonna follow the law, okay? She talked to the sheriff. The sheriff's gonna destroy the dog, okay? How do you think they? Do you think she was gonna ride by and the sheriff was just gonna take pot shots at the uh, at the <laughs> basket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like see if he could shoot from a distance. Like they like she'd start pretty far out and then get closer and closer. See how close in she could get before the guy got the dog. Nineteen thirties Kansas, man. Anything, anything, anything could happen. Yeah. They're on a farm. A dog that small would not last very long in a farm. This horse is there. It's going to get into horse's feet. It's going to get trampled anyway. Okay? Couldn't yeah. survive like an ant. You know what, Jeff? I agree. Horses are much more dangerous to that dog than ants. I agree. Yeah, horses <laughs> do come out on top. But, uh... Well, here's yeah. the thing. I mean, I... Good. Me? Uh, uh well, yep. uh... Who do you think I'm talking to when I say go ahead? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just, you know, she can pretend, befriend a horse or a chicken, okay? And then they'll leave that cat alone and they won't bite that lady. Just She could just live with a horse. Okay? Who needs yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know why it was portrayed as though the lady, the, the lady who becomes a witch, Mrs. Gulch or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know why she's portrayed as in the wrong here, because she's like, I would like this dog to stop eating all of my plants in the garden and then biting me when I try to stop it. And, uh, yeah. you know, they could train the dog at all. It, it doesn't. It, 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 Toto apparently does nothing on the farm. He's like a, a decorative purse animal for Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 can't, it can't herd animals or pull carts. Oh, you know what? I, I, it does have a function. Uh, by destroying Mrs. Gulch's garden, it's keeping competition low. She now has to buy Ooh. food from them. Okay, so that's what that's what it is. The dog and Dorothy go yeah. roaming to other farmers, and they rip up their their plants. That's pretty clever. 
And Dorothy knows that if Toto is destroyed, her aunt and uncle will have no more use for her, and she'll probably be put down too. So, <laughs> 1930s Kansas, man. It's dark. It's dark. It's Dust Bowl. It's dark out there. Yeah, I mean, other than terrorizing uh, the neighbors, what, what is the point of Dorothy and this dog? You know what I mean? She didn't have any school books with her, so she wasn't coming from school. She's literally out there just to, just to sabotage neighbors. Yeah. Um, so she goes to run away with Toto when Toto comes back, and she finds some hobo itinerant with a, with a carriage, Professor Marvel. Did you see when she's leaving his place? <laughs> There's a human skull above his door. <laughs> well, who's, you could do that back in the 30s because it made you look myst- mysterious, and people could never pinpoint murders on you because they didn't have DNA evidence. That that scene reminded me a lot of uh, Back to the Future when uh, Marty goes to see nineteen was it nineteen sixties uh, Doc Brown and he's got that thing on his head. He's like, "Why are you here? Don't tell me." And he puts something on his head and he's just kills like you know, one thing after another. Clearly, the thing doesn't work. To guess. And he's just yeah. like, "I got you. I got you." This guy clearly a swindler wants uh, and a murderer. To future so and a murderer. Is that what you said? Yeah, Professor Marvel is definitely a murderer. He has a human skull above the exit to his cart. Like, he didn't find that somewhere. He killed a guy for it. Yeah. I accept no other explanations. You don't don't spend your life uh, in the 30s living in a cart, being pulled by horse town to town, if you're not leaving bodies behind. I guess. Right? I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. If you weren't out killing and tricking people, you'd just... Buy land and uh, <coughs> set up shop. I think you just set up shop. I don't think you have to own the land. There's no law that lets you own In the 30s? Yeah, in the territories? <coughs> yeah. Uh, so she goes to the land of Oz. She goes to the land so of Oz. She takes right off. How calm are those people in that window? You know, well, yeah, she runs back to the house. And uh, her yeah. family abandons her to the oncoming storm. Yeah. They lock themselves in the uh, the their bunker or whatever, their storm basement, and they don't let her in when she slams on the door trying to get in. Yeah. I thought was pretty cool of them. <laughs> they hear panic knocking. They know Dorothy's out there, and they're like, nah, it's probably just the wind trying to trick us to open in this door. <laughs> it's just the wind. That dog's dead. She can't be out there ripping up plants by herself and biting women, so we don't have any use for her. She goes into the house and has some hallucinations. Well, I mean, do we see the people, like, the two like two guys canoeing across and waving at her and, like, other calm people as they're yeah. being thrown up in the storm? Has this happened before or after she gets hit with the window? I mean, either way, she's hallucinating. Where do the munchkins live? Is it, is there a per, is it just, like, munchkin land? Is that their munchkin territory? Munchkin land, yeah. Yeah. Are we led to believe that uh, the Wicked Witch of the East rules over Munchkinland? Yeah, well, she yeah she ruled it before Dorothy's house crushed her to death. Yeah, which everyone is thrilled about, but yeah. So the the Wicked Witch of the West runs that land where that castle is with those monkeys and those green guys. The uh, Wizard of Oz runs Emerald City. 
I mean, these are like uh, intense people. Yeah. Do you ever see where, where Gilda, uh, the Glenda, Glenda the Good Witch? Ever see what she, what territory she runs? No. See, I think I don't think she runs one. That's why she shows up so quick when the Wicked Witch of the East yeah. dies. She's looking to take over Munchkinland. Ah, I see. When... So she she drops some some lies right off the bat. Um, she says oh, only yeah. bad witches are ugly, which is pretty uh whoa. <laughs> yes. Put that down. <laughs> I put that down. Pretty uh, pretty cr- crazy thing to say. And clearly, uh, if you're if you're a girl, you're either a good witch or a bad witch. And if only bad witches are ugly, that means Dorothy is not pretty enough for for Glenda's standards for her to be like. You're definitely a bad witch, or definitely a good witch. And uh, it's Glenda, right? Am I saying that right, Glenda? Glenda, with an I. I'm pretty sure. Glenda, Glenda. But uh, she is Glinda is forcing uh, this feud between the Wicked Witch of the West and Dorothy, right? Like, uh, as a concerned sister, the Wicked Witch of the West shows up, wants to know what happened to her sister, why is there a house on her sister? And then uh, Glinda's like, oh, don't forget your sister's personal belongings. And she's like, oh, my God, you're right. And then she, like, disappears the shoes and then puts them on Dorothy and is like, well, they're Dorothy's now, so fuck you. She yeah. does flip out, but what does she do? She just leaves, okay? She can tell she's not welcome there. Glinda says she has no power there, which where does the Wicked Witch have power then? If it was run by the Wicked Witch of the East, why can't she have any power there? Well, that's just a... I mean, I think the Wicked Witch of the West left because she didn't want to destroy Munchkinland with a witch battle between herself and Glinda. I think she did it to spare those people. Yeah. See, I think Dorothy's house drops and kills this witch in the middle of like a very delicate political situation. Yeah. Um, and I think Glenda moves in to take over. Uh, the monk, the Munchkins also move immediately to consolidate power. Um, but before Dorothy really has a chance to think, they they make her an honored member of their socio political faction, which is apparently yeah. some sort of joint union between the Lullaby League and the Lollipop Guild. Um, which appear to be gendered. Yeah. It was divided along gendered lines, but I don't know a lot about munchkins. And I think they do this so that they can get some of the credit for the death of the Wicked Witch of the East. And then they, they also say that they give her a bust in their Hall of Fame for murdering their former leader, which is kind of not cool. Yeah, they were hiding for just enough time after Dorothy killed the Wicked Witch of the East to appoint someone the mayor. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? They had to move quick. Once they saw this power vacuum, <laughs> here's the thing: they didn't move quick enough because Glinda shows up, right? Yeah, they, they, they're yeah. going to labor under another witch. This one's a quote-unquote good witch because she's not ugly, but I don't think personal <laughs> yeah. appearance has a lot to do with how they rule. So I don't think the Munchkins are in for a great time. <laughs> I mean, Glinda, Glinda sees, of course, that the Wicked Witch of the West wants those magic shoes. Yeah, I mean, Glinda wants to rule Munchkinland. I'm assuming, which is Definitely. why she shows up so quick. She's probably monitoring. So she gets the shoes out of Munchkinland as fast as possible by, boom, putting them on Dorothy and then going, oh, you gotta go. You wanna get home? Well, she makes a very, she makes a very, uh, uh, very big threat to her by, she forces the, the Wicked Witch of the West to dislike Dorothy, be mad at Dorothy, and she goes, I'm afraid you've made a very bad enemy. The sooner you get out of Oz, the safer you'll sleep. Like, hey, th- thanks. Yeah. I know you wanted to get out of Kansas. You're in this magical world now. But uh, 
you're not safe. You better sleep with one eye open until you get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Wow, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. I mean, her shoes. You really piss that lady off. Don't ever take those shoes off. I know it's a movie and they had to do a whole musical scene, but you literally don't have to start at the beginning of the Yellow Brook Road, like right in that little where that spins off into a little point. You literally could have started, yeah. you know, over in the corner where it's starting to go because that's, wa- that's a waste of time. She has to gather her party before venturing forth. No one from Munchenland agrees to go with her to, like, show her where, where to go, you know? Well, they just spent God knows how long laboring under the Wicked Witch of the East, who is dead now. Now they gotta they got to try to win rights and probably form a parliament to limit the power that Glinda's going to exercise over them, you know? So I'm just saying, not one person, not one member of one guild or a league could could take a take a stab at it. Yeah, well, but you get out into the wilderness here, and it's it's all magical bullshit and trees that yell at you for trying to eat fruit. Like the world sucks. Munchkinland's probably a cool spot to be. Because guess True. what? The Munchkins aren't welcome in the Emerald City. So she meets the Scarecrow, and uh, in the course of talking to him. The Scarecrow, some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, the Scarecrow says suggestively, but Dorothy does not take that hint. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, how how little is that Yellow Brook Road traveled down there that uh, a man can be rusted and stuck for what seems like maybe a decade and a talking Scarecrow can be stuck to a post? Who stuck him there? Who is making these scarecrows that talk and putting them on wizard, stakes probably. in cornfields? That's the real movie. This is, uh... Yeah, this <laughs> no, the real movie is about a bunch of adult men accompanying a teenage girl on some sort of weird journey. How angry are those trees? What are they going to do with those apples anyway? Don't trees make apples so that animals will eat the apples and then shit those seeds out somewhere and then continue their species? I guess I don't. I don't even know that that's how talking trees work. Well, I mean, I assume so. They're not afraid to pull off their own apples and throw them at people. So but I mean, just, you know, they don't have to reproduce through apples. They could be doing it. How would they reproduce? I'm just. They could be doing it. You know, just classic like. They're, they're rooted. You think under under the ground, their roots are kind of intermingling? Maybe. Well, that's a possibility. Or. I mean, if they can talk and, like, throw their own apples because they have arms, they could maybe uproot themselves. I don't know. It just seems impractical for a tree to make fruit that somebody would want to eat and then get mad when someone eats it. I mean, maybe she didn't ask, so it was impolite, but they seemed awfully aggressive. Hold on a second. Oh, Sean's going to leave me with the group here. Wow. Well, if you can't tell... Uh, we're having internet connectivity issues and cannot hear each other. Yeah, but how, how's your how, how's it going with you out there, podcast world? This is amazing. Everyone's seen the Wizard of Oz, I assume, right? Oh, hold on, hold on, he's back, he's back. Look out! I'm going to stop right now. I'm not going to say anything else. Hey, what's up? How'd it go? Nothing. Just uh, it was cool. So you think the trees are just um, mean because Dorothy was impolite and not asking for an apple? I never said that. I think the trees just might be assholes. Who cares? What is, they're there for five seconds and then gone. It, I don't know why that part was in the movie. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, that is, yeah. But then uh, come across Tin Man, who got rusted in place mid-axe mid swing, I guess, and left there. Was, yeah. Did, did, did he, was he working alone? Who made him? Weren't what? they looking for him? I can't hear you. Who made him? Who made him? Why, why weren't they looking for him? I don't know. Probably another wizard who just made a dude and said, that's pretty cool, and then went home. Oh, damn. Oh, you think all these people are being made by wizards? Well, how else do you think living ten men get made? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Or, or the witches. The witches could be doing it for no reason. Yeah, they're pretty confident. Uh, they're unsure if the wizard can help them. Uh, if they can help Dorothy get home or get a brain, but they figure, well, it's worth, worth the, the chance to go. They do not impart that to the Tin Man. They're like, oh yeah, he'll definitely give you a heart. Like, don't even worry about it. Don't even trip, dog. He's going to give you a heart. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> just trick him into following him. Because apparently he's the one without a brain. Because he's dumb. Uh, well, they need him along because he's got an axe. So he could, like, fight off witches, maybe. <laughs> yeah. The Wicked Wish or the West shows up again just to give them a warning. Like, listen... I need those shoes back, and you need to, like, get out of Oz, because I'm not happy. And then she just throws a fireball and then takes off. She's giving Dorothy all these chances to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't. They Every time they go to move down the Yellow Brick Road, they, like, link arms and do a little dance. And that's gotta they're going to get real tired real fast if they do that the whole <laughs> way. It's like every time they're going, it's just, I don't know why. Yeah, every every forty feet they they run into somebody and do a dance. It's, I, yeah, it's just it's too much. And after the witch shows up and they dance away, they run into the lion, the world, the modern world's first furry. So he's no good off the bat. For someone without without courage, he's certainly okay with bullying strangers immediately. Yeah, because he didn't do it out of hunger. Because he didn't eat anything or anybody. Yeah, well, they don't for the rest of the movie. They see apples once, and then they don't eat, really. And then they're just like, oh, Wicked, Wicked Witch, again, just not trying to hurt anybody. Is like, you know what? They, I don't want to make it to Emerald City. I'm going to make them take a nap. Let me just put this spell over some flowers, and then they're going to sleep. Yeah, somehow but that's who, a big who has to interfere? Yeah. Glinda interferes, of course. Yeah, she can't make it that easy. She wants to keep this feud going because it keeps the eyes of the Wicked Witch of the West off of her. Keep them focused yeah. on Dorothy. Also, that's like yeah. the first real challenge that they face, and Glinda just solves it for them in an instant, at a distance. Oh, there's adversity? Oh, never mind. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't even... Don't, got, don't worry. I've got to get your hopes up so that you will um, do whatever the Wizard of Oz and wants you to do because we need this witch dead and I can't just make any promises I'm going to have to force you to force you to through adversity to fight this witch so you want to kill this witch more than you want to now because you know what I mean because yep. Glinda apparently is always watching them the Wicked Witch of Oz is always watching them the Wizard of Oz seems to have a good idea of what the hell they've been doing so they've got those uh, they've all got those crystal balls from the Lord of the Rings right that uh, What's-His-Face uses. Okay, those crystal balls are called Palantir, and you're probably <laughs> thinking of Saruman. But yes. I'm really disappointed you didn't know any of that. <laughs> those are... Come on. Come on. 
But yes, everyone's got those crystal they were balls. Talking, they used to just. They were talking trees in that movie. <laughs> yeah, there were. Those were called Ents. We don't ever yeah. see any with fruit, I don't think. But yeah, Lord of the Rings was basically just a retelling of Wizard of Oz. They get to the Emerald City, and uh, they 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 get to wash up. And the scarecrow gets stuffed by three beefy hunks. One of them is really, really shoving fistfuls of hay into his pants. The dude is like, sometimes yeah. he gets up to his elbow. It's pretty, it's yeah. crazy to see. Really, Tin Man. Yeah. He gets an oil rub down by two strapping young lads, <laughs> and they they polish his backside with a giant polish wheel. I've never seen anything like that before. It was pretty crazy. And Dorothy and the Lion don't get the happy ending. They just, they just get, they just get haircuts. Yeah. They haircuts and manicures. Yeah. Uh, so also, the Lion is like I don't like any of these characters because I don't really know anything about them, and really this is a movie for children, as all wizards movies are. But this, the Lion is just my least favorite. He's just really annoying and abrasive. I just wish he wasn't in the film. That's all. You didn't like you didn't like his his sarcasm or his jokes. No, I don't remember him telling any jokes. But I guess just because I don't laugh, that doesn't mean it's not a joke. So least favorite character, the cowardly lion. Who's your yeah. favorite character? I don't have one. I, maybe the trees because they know when to get out. They show up for five minutes and they're gone. Mine would be the main flying monkey because he he always just uh, uh, and then uh, minds his business. Then they argue with a guy about seeing the wizard, even though that's why that guy let them in. So then, but, but by the power of, of teenage girl tears, uh, he is moved to let them see the wizard. Yeah, well, but before that, there's an incredibly long song by the lion, for no reason. Where he just does a little <laughs> song and dance for like five minutes. It took so long. It was such a waste of my time. He's excited to be there. He's gonna get some courage. Well, he's excited. Yeah, he should get some talent. What do they have to go do first? They have to get the witch's broomstick. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Items of power seem to be a running theme here. A lot of, a lot of quid pro quo. Um, I I forgot that they gave the scarecrow a gun, like just a straight up gun. Yeah, as like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, the line has witch repellent <laughs> and a net, and uh, they give the Tin Man a big wrench as well as his axe, and this character just got a revolver. Yep. <laughs> yep, he's like, I'll take that. And it's like, well, you sure you don't have brains, dude? Because that seems like the most useful one. Holy shit! And so they're they're on the way to the witch's house, right? That's the plan. Yeah, they're in the haunted forest, which is a which is a mile out. The Wicked Witch can see them, apparently, at all times. Must know, oh, they went from the Emerald City. They're about a mile away from my house. They've got to be coming here. Let me just grab Dorothy anyway and bring her in. And then, you know, the monkeys can bring the other guys in. But, you know, just, just dismember them a little bit. Not enough. Don't kill them. So, because I wanted to kind of break in and ruin my entire day. But uh, they send flying monkeys out to get her. Why not grab her at any of the other times? Like, when you put her to sleep... Uh, when you threw a fireball at the scarecrow, like why wait to now to just grab her and be like, "I need those shoes, give me those shoes." Well, because I so in the in the the field of flowers, 
she couldn't do it because that's within sight of the Emerald City, which means that that's the wizard's territory. So she can't send her oh. army into his territory without provoking a response. I think probably same thing with Munchkinland. I think she knows yeah. oh, those trees are probably on Munchkinland territory. So if she does that, then Glenn Got is going to be more direct problem. So once she realizes yeah. that Dorothy has come to her, it's the easiest to just send out them monkeys. There you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So, you know, you don't want any act you do inside of other people's territory is a bigger deal than if you're uh, doing shit in your own. You don't want to start yeah. any, any wars you can't win. So that's why when she flies around the Emerald City, she just delivers a message yeah. to Dorothy, not to the wizard. You know, she wants the wizard to know, hey, th- I'm not making this your problem, but send the girl my way. Yeah. And then he, he complies. He says, yeah, I don't want this problem on my doorstep. I'll do you a favor. <laughs> yeah, you want this stuff? Yeah, just go get that broomstick from that witch. And then... She'll either get what she wants and kills you, yep. or you'll kill her, and my problem yep. solved. Wow. Yep. That guy's brilliant. When you're a wizard king, like you need to be on your game, and you got to make peace with your neighbors. I'm sure he's, he's making overtures to Glinda, too, saying, hey, I need a working <laughs> relationship with, with Munchkinland, you know? Damn. I didn't realize Oz was so savage, like that, that whole place. Any crazy. Pretty much anything that involves a wizard is going to be incredibly dark and terrifying. Yeah. Here's the, the Wizards a theme are that, serious shit, man. I think that that's arising in in the wizard movies that we've seen, and I know one was just a long franchise. Is that wizards' main thing that they like to do to get things done is manipulate children? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. Like their, that's like their bag. Yeah. Damn. Number one tool is manipulation. I mean, so if you were if you were a witch, um, whose one weakness appeared to be uh, water, would you leave buckets of standing water around and set things on fire? I don't know. I imagine after living for quite a long time in this world, I might I might have a powerful death urge. <laughs> Maybe I want to tempt it just to feel excitement for once. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like none of the people that worked for her were really big fans of her anyway, and uh, you know. They had access to that bucket of water for, like, years, but no one had the guts to do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, they could all be, like, cursed, right? Laboring True. under powerful curses. True. They're not allowed to touch water themselves. They can't pick up any any water. They can't look at her when they've got water or something. I don't know. There's a lot of curses she could have laid down. Take care of this. <laughs> why do you, Why do you think they, she gave Dorothy an hour in that, looking, in that sand, in that uh, hourglass? To act before he she killed her. Like, when this is out, you're dead. I'm going to go do some stuff. Well, see, I, I think that's magic again. I think this, she's got to go prepare the ritual. Gotta th- you got to think like you got to think like a witch, Jeff. You got you can't just you can't just kill people. That's what that's what scarecrows do. They gun people down in the street. <laughs> I got this one spell, but it calls for like eight eyes of newt. I've only got like three in the pantry, so I'll be back. Well, <laughs> remember though, in Munchkinland, when when Glinda is taunting her, she says the shoes are on Dorothy's feet, and there they'll stay. I think yeah. I think Glinda was like she cursed Dorothy to be like you're gonna wear this dead witch's shoes until you're not my problem anymore. So yeah. I think the witch was probably going to try to find a way to get the shoes off. You know, she had to go do some research, True. put some spells together, conduct the ritual. Yeah, she had to uncurse Dorothy to get those shoes off. Yeah. She's like, I can, I can solve a curse, and, you know, my personal best is, what, an hour? So let me turn this glass over. 
Um, also, yeah, so they the monkeys steal Dorothy away, but I the scene right after that where the, they're putting the scarecrow back together that that made me realize the horror of being the scarecrow because it he can be torn apart but not die. Yeah, which means that he needs the hay to move but not necessarily to live. So he's yeah. just like kind of doomed to live forever. Watching all of his friends age and pass away. The, the lion yeah. is going to age and die. Dorothy definitely is. Probably pretty soon yeah. when she gets back to Kansas. She suffered a pretty serious head wound in 1930s Kansas. And they don't take her to a doctor. And So I bet... I, see, I think the wizard was doing a small kindness by giving the Scarecrow the gun. Because I think that gun was to put in his own mouth. Say, here you go, Scarecrow. Finally some release. You get to shoot yourself in the head, Scarecrow. And you can just be gone. Just done. <laughs> Yeah, because how long was he a scarecrow in that field for? Could have been centuries. It could have been centuries. Just restuff him. We have no idea. Uh, we see Toto the dog is very adept at rock climbing. He makes it down yeah. from the castle and then leads everyone back up. Uh, I think Toto was going back for the gun, though, not for Dorothy's companions. And Toto saw that the scarecrow had a gun, and he went, Oh man, i got to yeah. deal with this witch. Better go get that gun. Yeah. Yeah, damn. <laughs> what do you, what do you think the wizard's gonna do with this uh, with this witch's broomstick? My guess is nothing, right? His only ploy was yeah, to have maybe them confront the it, witch, keep it from her, just so she can't have it. Because he did, clearly doesn't have any magical powers. Maybe Unless he's just not a fan of skywriting. <laughs> Unless you count be doing hot air ballooning professionally for like a carnival. And yet not knowing that, you know, just stop pumping hot air into it and then land back down so you can get Dorothy back to Kansas. Yeah. He, he literally says, I don't know how this thing works. I mean, maybe it's been a long time. I think the basic principles of it should be the same. He's ruling over that entire kingdom, but the speech he makes like, oh, until I return, if I ever return, uh, you know, the scarecrow's in charge. Like, he... What what was holding him there? Like he see, he clearly doesn't want to be there. He just wanted to make sure that where when he left, his place was ruled by three monsters. Here's a man made out of hay. Damn. Here's a man made out of tin. Here's a talking lion. They run your lives now. Enjoy that, you sons of bitches. I'm out. And then he flies away. Uh, he gives them gifts. Right? They all get gifts. Yeah, he does. He distributes. Oh yeah, yeah. He comes back like and badge, he's like the badge, courage. He doesn't want to give him anything because he, he he doesn't have the power to. They find out he's a fraud, and then he's like, "You know what? You're so smart. You're so smart anyway. Here's a diploma that clearly is going to be legitimate because I yeah. rule this territory. So now you have a diploma." Pretty sarcastic, though. Here's a diploma, smart guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're yeah, a smart the really guy. the doctorate. Thanks, yeah. doc. <laughs> And and I just need some clarification because I wasn't sure. It looks like mm. he gives the Tin Man a heart shaped clock on a string of teeth. What is? Yeah, it definitely what? looked like teeth. What yeah. is going on there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. He's always like, "You guys don't need this stuff. Like, you've already got it. Also, I can't give it to you. So, here's some shit that I kept in a bag for years. You like clocks, <laughs> right? Tick tock. Some of this garbage I had. Yeah." Here's a novelty. Here's a novelty badge I have. This is courage. <laughs> That'll help, right? There you yeah. go. He's like, you've got courage. Yeah, you're now the lead, you're now the general of my army, the Emerald City Army. Uh, I was gonna say, who who shows up? 
as soon as she learns that there's going to be another power vacuum when the wizard is leaving Emerald City. <laughs> oh, oh, surprise, surprise, Glinda, Glinda comes back. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I'm sure she's actually coming back from the uh, Wicked Witch of the West's castle, asserting power there. Yeah. So now she owns three <laughs> territories. Man, she's going to be the most powerful person there. It's crazy. She, she knows what she's, she knows what she's doing, just floating around in that bubble. You, you had the power to leave the entire time? You just had to uh, learn this one lesson? I could have told you this right away, but I didn't want to. So, yeah. <laughs> but, she, but she plays it smart, and she gets, three, she gets three people knocked out of power with Dorothy, you know? She gets Munchkin Land, Emerald City, and the Wicked, Witches, uh, Wicked Witch of the West's territory. And I think, I think that's why the wizard is leaving and refuses to slow down even for a second, because he sees that Glinda has gotten this child to murder two witches. And he's like, fuck it, I'm out. You can have the Emerald City. I'm out. See you later. <laughs> Damn. Pure self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah. So then Dorothy's back in Kansas. And like I said, she has a henendry that they thought was going to kill her. Yeah. And she lives in 1930s Kansas, and they don't bring her to a hospital. So she's definitely going to die from lack of proper medical care. Or if she lives, probably going to suffer from just debilitating side effects years down the line. Yeah, she wasn't contributing much to the farm in the first place, so, you know. <laughs> They're probably going to marry her off for more land anyway. On top of that, though, yeah, she brought Toto back. And unless, she, like, Mrs. Gulch is actually yeah, dead... nothing has changed. She's going to come back. Yeah, nothing has changed. She's going to come back. She's going to take Toto. The sheriff's going to kill Toto. Yeah. Yeah. The end. Like, that, the, that dog is the, dead as hell. The best case scenario that they can hope for is that... that Mrs. Gulch died in the twister, riding her bike to the sheriff to get this dog yeah. put down. Yeah, that's um, that's Dorothy's happy ending. That's yeah. <laughs> the only way the movie ends up happy is if if an old if an older woman dies in a tornado, an, an older law-abiding citizen dies. So I mean, I know it's 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 called the Wizard of Oz, but he's yeah. clearly not a real wizard, right? He manipulates children. But he yeah, has no magic which power. is a hallmark of a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't Maybe see him use any. Yeah, he lives in a world of magic. Doesn't use any magic. Yep. He says he's from Kansas. I didn't see any other magical people from Kansas in this movie. I just saw a fraud. He was portrayed as a fraud, and then he played the wizard in Dorothy's uh, head injury dream. Yeah, but I mean, think of it this way, like. Rule number one for wizards is manipulation, right? We're, 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 that's coming together. We're, we're seeing that in wizard yeah. year here. Great wizards manipulate others. Truly yeah. great wizards only ever have to manipulate others. They never have to use their magic. Oh, okay, okay. That's, that's just what I believe. I'm not a wizard. Okay, just in case the CIA or the NSA is listening, I'm not a wizard. But, like, well, imagine, imagine you could bend a reality... At whim, you could just do whatever you wanted. After yeah. a couple centuries of that, maybe a couple lifetimes of just doing whatever you wanted, doesn't doesn't the real game begin of trying to get what you want without using your reality bending powers? Like that's the only way you can have fun. Yes, that's true. You, know, you probably get bored after a while. Now, do do we count any of the other uh, Wizard of Oz movies as canonical or canon? I don't know. I I saw. I think the the Return to Oz. Return to Oz and Oz the Great and Powerful. 
I, no, I didn't watch that. Candy. No transitions. Uh, this week, we I got to pick the candy instead of Jeff selfishly deciding what we ate and picking something terrible and disgusting that is a bad choice. I picked a really great candy, Mr. Goodbar. You're incorrect. <laughs> you like, oh, you Mr. Good like Mr. Good Bars? Mr. Good Bars were huh? amazing. The, the excellent. No. Mr. Good Bars are amazing. It's an excellent candy bar. No. Wrong. <laughs> How'd you, t- talk to me I, about Mr. I Good know. Bar. I know it's I know it's hard uh, for it to be right and wrong when it comes to an opinion, but you're wrong. <laughs> Talk to there's, me about your Mr. Goodbar experience. There are too many peanuts in there. Okay. Oh my it's god! It's overloaded with peanuts. Their yeah, texture. That's, that's what a Mr. Goodbar is. Oh. Yeah, their texture so is not. It's not crunchy enough to be much of a difference, and you can't get a clear bite of the chocolate. It it becomes something else. You know, Hershey's yeah. with almonds, they've, they've got it down, okay? The almond is hard enough and big enough where you can get different chunks of it in there, and there's a different texture. Peanut M&M's, very good peanut candy. The, the chocolate to peanut butter ratio, the chocolate to peanut ratio is good. Boom, it's in there. It's great. Mr. Goodbar, I mean, it might as well, it's just more peanut than chocolate, I think. No, it's really good. Cause it's really good because it's got so much peanut in it. It's first of all, it's classic. You don't need to to take the peanuts and mash them down and turn them into a sugar paste and then put them inside the chocolate. This is this is raw. Mm. It's basically paleo. This is basically part of paleo. <laughs> I'm pretty certain people way back in the day ate Mr. Good bars. Okay. Ugh. So for me, the chocolate was almost too sweet, and um, that almost made it not good. But it, it you know, it's, I mean, it's chocolate. It's hard to go wrong. Uh, but it, it they had to do that to make up for all those stupid peanuts that were in there. <laughs> it was so good. There are um, it's really melty. Like if you take yeah. a piece and you pop it in your mouth and you as your the chocolate just melts right away and then it's just like eat. It's like you're eating peanut chocolate soup, and it's so good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Chocolate and it's peanuts like are always a, a good mix. It's it's. It's one. It's one of the. It's one of the worst uh, bar forms of chocolate out there. That's absolutely not true. And I'm gonna pick the next candy again and rub it in your face of how bad of a chocolate <laughs> I can make you eat. Okay. That's it's what just... you were doing with this toffee bullshit. Don't even pretend you weren't. It was awful. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I I enjoyed it everything awesome. except for the stuff that you chose. No, it was. Okay. <laughs> no, it was bad. Do not. Turn the candy segment into a contest of who can force each other to eat bad candy. I, I don't win. want that either. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that Mr. Goodbar is a lot of fighting words. Like, they're like a C, they're like a C minus in the in the frame of, of chocolate candy bars. Like no, they're like an A-. Just, they're just below average. It's it's they're it's not something you expect from a when you want to get a piece of chocolate. It's just too much peanut. Too many peanuts in there. They also call it a peanut bar. You know, and they've already they've already got those better, and those are paydays. You're like a the candy version of an insufferable art house asshole. Is your problem that it was too formal? I guess is that did you hate calling him Mister Goodbar? You wanted to know what his first name is. <laughs> well, that no, that's the thing too. That's the thing, right? They <laughs> they give it a gender, right? They could have just as easily, just as the Peppers did, give him a fake 
candy doctorate, and he could have been Doctor Goodbar. Okay. But no, he's got to shove it in my face that he's a that he's a guy and he's shoving his nuts in my mouth and I'm supposed to sit back and enjoy it. I don't think so. There it is. There it is. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a dislike of of candy, it's homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no See, man sticking his nuts in my mouth. You... Yeah. <laughs> what? what I thought it was is that you hated calling him Mr. Goodbar because you preferred zany childish names like Twizzler <laughs> like, a, like a cool 90s guy would call yeah. himself hey man I'm Twizzler no <laughs> radical <laughs> and then there's Mr. Goodbar on the side like oh my oh how inappropriate yeah. <laughs> it's a candy bar we don't need to fancy it up okay Just I just uh. wanted on the record that you think Mr. Goodbar is a fancy candy bar <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing they were so not confident that this candy was going to be good, that they had to tell you in its name, trust us, it's good. It's a Mr. Good Bar. It's going to be good. They're just trying to like yeah. put it in your head that it's good, and it's not. It's not. It is. It's average like the, at best. <laughs> I like the bright yellow packaging. It makes it pop, you know? Yeah, yeah. They had to do something to stand out, because they couldn't rely on taste or texture. Or fun names. <laughs> I think Mr. G- I, that's it's it's it, it's a step above. It really is. It's a step above it's all the other candy. Step above what? Uh, no. It's a, well, it's several steps above Twizzlers and Swedish <laughs> fish Oreos and some of the other garbage we've had to eat, like those. What was it? A Heath bar and a Score bar. I would. I would. I would rather eat. A score bar than a Mr. Good bar. There's your it's your weird sex obsession because you yes yeah, so you want to score, you want to score. You don't want some dude's nuts in your face. It's your weird. <laughs> nah, it's it's 2017. Okay, all right. We don't need we don't mm-hmm. need gender pronouns for a candy. Okay. How long did the army pay them to make Mr. Good bars? <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Mr. Goodbar, older than the movie we just watched, introduced in 1925. Gross. Jeff, you should make candy bars because um, let's see. What? <laughs> Milton Hershey initially. I'm reading. I'm just reading from Wikipedia, which I know is the best kind uh-huh. of radio. Milton Hershey initially mm. did not want the Hershey brand name associated with a chocolate bar that contained peanuts. Thank you. Oh shit. <laughs> and that's Milton Hershey, and his last name is on candy bars now. So there could be a Mr. Boudreau bar. You just gotta fucking find. You gotta find it. You gotta find your your yeah. niche and just get in there. But chocolate sales corporation. Damn. The formula was modified in '95 to add more peanuts. I can't believe that you like Mr. Goodbar. Don't you hate nuts in candy? I hate almonds in candy. Um, I hate cashews in candy. Yeah. I hate a third kind of nuts in candy. Uh, player's choice. But I like, I like peanuts. I like peanuts and chocolate. That's a really good combination. You can't really can't go wrong with it. Well, you can go wrong with it, and they did. In nineteen, they didn't. In nineteen twenty nine, or whatever this was. Nineteen oh eight. Damn. Wait. Nineteen twenty five. Yeah. They did go wrong with it. Nineteen twenty five. They made up for it whenever Reese's Peanut Butter Cups came out. But they they did fucked up. Did you think up. I couldn't read? F- did you think I couldn't read correctly from Wikipedia? Of course it's 1925. I saw the 1908. That's for a different candy bar. 
No, I couldn't remember, and I looked real quickly. All right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're done with the candy segment, and we, we, <laughs> we will we will revisit it in the future. So you would? Where would you put? I just, I just, I just think that you, I, I just don't think that you should mix foods like that. You know what I mean? I would put it above. Put it I'd still put it above Necco wafers because I like chocolate better than chalk. Of course, um, yeah. But I think I it's right above there for me. Wafers. Really? Damn. Yeah, it's <laughs> up there for me. It's really good. Such a confusing uh, way, if you have not heard every opinion we've ever had about candy, <laughs> to say where we put That's them. That's true, yeah. <laughs> it's near the bottom for me, but I like chocolate, so it's above the non-chocolate things that aren't hard than other chocolate things. I, I still have to make a list, and we'll come up with a different system, and maybe a numerical <laughs> system, so people can quickly look. Okay, so that's it. Uh huh. That's heads up. That's heads up the podcast. If people have really strong opinions on food mixings, uh-huh. or what makes what makes a witch a witch and a wizard a wizard, uh-huh. the, the genitals, I think, right? Is that what you're obsessed with? Yeah, right now. Yeah, they they can email us at headsuppod at gmail dot com. Is that correct? Heads up at gmail.com, yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea to repeat it, yeah, because I might be yeah. Yeah, cutting it. And also, out. I didn't hear you, so I couldn't tell you was it was correct or not. <laughs> yeah, it's good. No, it's good. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, we, right? We have a Twitter handle. Yeah, we're on Twitter. Heads up pod. At heads up pod. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Instagram. I don't know that one. The Instagram? Heads up pod. So easy. Yeah. Okay, heads up pod as well. Yeah, heads up pod at everything we're on so far. We'll see if that we'll see if we can keep that up. Yeah, so if you want to send us, if your opinion is very short, go ahead and tweet at us. If you yeah. can't read or write, but you can take like a creepy picture of a severed doll's head, and you want to show us that on Instagram, go right ahead. Yeah, if you could, if you could explain the difference between witch and wizard in one picture, you can uh, Instagram us. I don't know if that works that way, but. Um, or if you see somebody that looks like a witch or a wizard, you can then take a picture of it and then tag us in it. I think. Don't, no, don't, don't take pictures of people in public to show them to us. That's creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> that feels weird. Get their permission first. <laughs> yes, if you look okay. like a witch or a wizard, I'm on board now. Yes, even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am gonna say though, any any creepy pictures of just severed doll heads, I'm going to take as affirmation that I am correct and that Mr. Goodbar is a good candy. Any closing remarks, Jeffrey? Um, no, no. I mean, okay. listen, uh, it, it wasn't a gross candy. It was just not a good candy. doesn't have to just be about the candy. It's just closing remarks. It's waste, waste of calories. Waste of calories. Oh, right, right. Um, There's no such thing, first of all. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. Any 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 help in, in help in getting me to understand exactly what a wizard is, so that um, Sean's not alone and knowing what a wizard is in this podcast would be great. So, all right, that that has been the Heads Up Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I well, sorry, that's been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. You gotta do that, right? Yeah, you gotta go because that's chronological. Yeah, I'm I'm Sean. <laughs> Toodles. Toodles.
I don't know any other magical uh, things. Bigfoots? Are Bigfoots wizards? Bigfoot could be a wizard, but not all Bigfoots are wizards. Like, that's... It's going to be the You can't just... Man, you're being pretty fantasy racist right now. I'll get it. I'll, 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 I'll have a handle on it. By 2018, I'm going to be the authority on wizards. 